Welcome to Headroom from the Big Apple. Yours truly has dropped in to bear witness to the largest collection of CEOs from around the world. YPO began in 1950 and to date has 30,000 global members representing 142 countries. The combined workforce of member-run companies exceeds 22 million employees with over $9 trillion in revenues. Join me inside the C-suite. This is Headroom. For those that follow the podcast um, and my efforts to tell stories, I am often entertained prior to pressing the record button and getting to know the people that I'm spending time with. And I, I have a funny feeling that Simon Cohen here, the, he's the president and CEO of Henco Global, a uh, leading global logistics organization that just, they happen to do logistics. They're a happy company um, out of Mexico. And uh, I'm already thinking that Simon and I are going to have a great conversation. Uh, he's what I like to call for those that know me, a good human. Uh, you can just tell. So Simon, talk about that. When we first met here moments ago, you mentioned happy, right? Sort of the, the emotion behind logistics. Tell me about the origins of that, because I think as a leader, that is something that probably makes you just a little bit different amongst the crowd. Correct. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Sure. It's, a, it's a true honor. So um, a few years ago, when I started my business, I was totally devoted to making money. It was my ultimate goal and you the were. one and only yeah. goal. So I was totally working for money until life gave me, you know, a surprise. So I was uh, so stressed. I thought that I was going to die while traveling to China and I was diagnosed with a heart problem. So, you know, long story short, I don't want to take, you know, the entire sure. podcast in explaining what happened. But uh, at age 40, uh, 32, when they tell you that you're going to die because you're too stressed and you're working your butt out, yeah. you need to change what you're doing. So. I decided to change. One day I had this realization, this aha moment that made me just totally decide to be the happiest person on earth. So that's exactly what happened. I decided to change the way I live my life, my personal life, my business life. And if you want to have a happy life, you have to be happy at work. You cannot stop living and go to work and be, you know, just uh, mad and not happy and then go back to your happy life. This is life. And life it's only once and you cannot, life is too short to be happy only the weekends, right? So you cannot just stop your happy life and go to work and then come back to your happy life. So I decided to just put everything together. And um, our happy company has been awarded 12 years in a row as the best company to work for in the country. We're expanding 12 globally. years in a row. 12 years in a row. So we're really thriving and we're really trying to put um, humans first. So what's fascinating about that is that it's one of those things that I think in concept, if you're sitting around the table, maybe you, you know, you're, you're sharing a glass of wine with your, your colleagues or your peers, in concept, I can't fathom anybody is going to challenge you and say, well, I don't know if, that's, if we can really do that, right? Sort of infuse what we're doing as a company with an emotion Correct. as sort of the underlying mission statement to some effect. How did that turn of events for you when really health gotten, you know, sort of put a mirror in front of you and said, you know, you need to pivot here or we're going to make a choice for you. How did that change the way in which you looked at talent? Sure. You know, the people that work in my company, they love their children as much as I do. Right. And they're exactly the same human beings as I am. So one day, you know, I went to the Mother's Day Festival for one of my daughters. It was maybe 2004. 
And when I came back, one of my colleagues, he used to be uh, my classmate in college, right? So I called him and I said, Hector, please come. Let me show you what my daughter did in, in the Mother's Day Festival. So I was showing the video and I was just, you know, laughing and enjoying the moment. And I asked, hey, you know, it's, it's May 6th. In Mexico, we celebrate Mother's Day on May 10th always. So it was May 6th because whatever happened in the school, it was just uh, uh, moved in advance. So I asked him, hey, when is your Mother's Day festival for your daughter? We had daughters the same age. And he said, it was today. And I'm like, so why didn't you go? Because I have to come to work. And I'm like, how come? You love your daughter as much as I love mine. So how come I was able, as an owner, to go and see my daughter at the Mother's Day but Festival, and you were not able? So I felt terrible, and I decided to change the mindset. And that was a trigger to put humans first. I mean, we all feel the same, we all love the same, we all are hurt the same, and we need to treat humans as humans. So we just turned the conversation. Hey, first, your person, your, your health, your family. And from there, right, I started building this philosophy, award-winning philosophy in Harvard Business School case, uh, wrote a case study on, on our story, that it's called High Performance Happy People. And it's all about four pillars. The first pillar is wellness. The second one is mindfulness. The third one is happiness. The fourth one is high performance. And I can just double click in each one of them if you want. But um, um, wellness, you have to eat well, sleep well, exercise. Every single employee in my company, everyone has to take a course or seminar on sleep. If you don't know how to sleep, you will not be able to work. So eat well, sleep well, exercise. Then the second pillar is mindfulness. You have to be connected. We teach them how to meditate, how to connect with whatever. If they're religious, you know, just pray to your God. It's okay. We're super inclusive. We have no, no objections on, on, on any the religion. spiritual API. Love, right. So connect. Right. The third one is happiness. But happiness is not jumping on the desks and dance. No, no, no. Happiness means that you can laugh and you can have fun at the office. But also the most important part is to give charity and to help others. So that brings you happiness. And the fourth pillar, it's high performance. So if you eat well, sleep well, exercise, meditate, you know, um, you're connected with whatever God, whatever force you think it's bigger than you. And then you, you help people and you laugh often. When you go to work, you will be like an Olympic athlete. You will just thrive. So I think people would, hearing us have this conversation, and I'm sure they're scrambling, they want to check out the Harvard Business Review case study, because that sounds really compelling and an interesting read. Um, I think that they would think to themselves, and maybe this is an American thing, so, you know, please feel free to <laughs> stamp that on my forehead here, but I'm wondering how the, how, so... Building a business, when we want, Hollywood has taught us that if you're going to build a business, you have to be cutthroat. You have to be vigilant. You know, it's sort of, it's, it's my way. It's not Simon's way. It's it sort of your expense my, is my success. How did negotiating change for you? How did you look at competition and or partnerships, channel partnerships, peers within the logistic community globally? How did how did that change as you smile? I want the, the audience to know. <laughs> I know the answer already. <laughs> we need to put this on video, right? So, so listen, Rod, it's super simple. We're humans. We're here for just a little period of time. We're dying every day. So when they diagnosed me with this illness in my heart, they told me, now, you know, I'm, I'm okay now, unfortunately, but they told me that I could die any time, right? So there's something called sudden death. And 
you know, they told me that I had, in my condition, it could happen, right? So I decided to be happy, you know, during day, during night, with my friends, with my family, with my coworkers, and also with my competitors, with my suppliers. So we started this philosophy of bringing up, I would say, happiness or fulfillment, because it's different, I will explain later, to people's life. So in my town halls with all my people, what we do is like we invite families, like bring your family, or we invite competitors to our, I don't know, to our podcast or our, our, our let's say, broadcasts that we do. So why not? Why not changing your life in a good way? Why not being a giver instead of a taker? So there's three kinds of people, right? The givers, the takers, and the matchers. So the givers, we give and we're just all in. The takers, they, all, they take everything and they don't give away anything. And the matchers, if you give me, I will give you. If not, I won't. So we needed to change the mentality. So I am a very good friend. I am very good friends with my, with, my, with my competitors. Why not? They're humans. It happened that we are doing the same thing. We're working in the same industry, but why can't we be have friends? You, have right? you had moments where you see your competitor at maybe an event or in a social situation where you, in your heart of hearts, know, no pun intended talking about your heart sure, health, sure. but <laughs> that, that your approach and your kindness, that's what I'm getting from you, the energy of kindness, that you see that it basically spills over into their practice in the way in which they lead. Have you had moments of maybe pride? I don't know how you would couch it. Absolutely, but my competitors ask me to go and give conferences and, uh, conferences and speeches to their companies, and I totally agree, why not? Why not sharing this philosophy of well-being with people, right? They're humans. Headroom is produced by Old Soul, a one-stop marketing agency that understands the power of brand and nuance. Reach out to my guy, Matt, at Old Soul and supercharge your brand and content strategy. That's Old Soul. Shoot Matt a note at aoldsoul.com. That's A-O-L-D-S-O-U-L.com. And now, back to our guest. So do you see yourself more as an ambassador? I don't know if an ambassador, but I just, I just want to spread happiness. And my mission in life is, you know, to spread happiness. Because I sense there are no, the, you know, we're in a world now where there are boundaries and there are, there are lines on maps and there are political maps. And right, everyone is, is supposed to pick talks. a box, right? <laughs> but I sense with you that you, there are no boundaries. And I don't mean that in a way like you, but sort of borderless by sort of previous or old conventions, which would say, if you're a CEO and I'm a CEO, then we're going to just sort of interact in the ways in which we protect sort of our home base being our companies. And you're saying, well, no, let's break bread. Let's share yes, the humanity. I'm not, I'm not sharing my secret sauce on my business, right? I'm just sharing that you can be happy while working. And what is that? You know, it's nothing. It's, it should be the rule, not the exception. It's, you know, it seems also sneaky brilliant in a way when we think about retention of talent mm -hmm. because there are i mean you, you there feels like thousands of headlines of companies and all around the world just concerned about human capital and how to not only source it but keep it and keep them happy it. right keep them happy and, and this is this is magic because the more you take care of your people the more they take care of the company right so it's it's a virtuous circle right so what am i doing you know i'm doing nothing different that what you know our values in life should be right so I know no one that I ask him, hey, listen, do you want to be happy? And they come back saying, no, I want to suffer my entire life. <laughs> everybody wants to be happy, right? Everybody wants to have a fulfilled life. And everybody wants to have a meaning. How do you get meaning from life? 
the meaning comes from what you do, from your daily acts, from you know sharing a smile with someone, for you know, from changing someone else's life. So how are you going to do that every day? When you wake up in the morning, and you go to the office and you drive, you know maybe the taxi driver that is next to you just—he's just mad, you know. But everybody's fighting a fight you know nothing about, right? So you have to be kind always, and he's just trying to you know, put his car in front of you, right? So just let him go and smile and just uh, wave a hand and that's it, you know? And, and maybe that will make your day instead of, you know, destroying your day. So it's, it's a matter of attitude. It's a matter of trying to be, I would say fulfilled. That's, that's the word, that's the title of my book, Fulfilled. Fulfilled, yeah. Right. <clears throat> so my, my 10 year old is a big fan of um, Back to the Future. And okay. so if you and I get in a DeLorean, right, and we sort of go back and we watch you as a young boy amongst your classmates, would we be able to see the seeds already being sown into who you are today? Because I, I, I would imagine that there has to have been sort of rays of sunshine in that regard, of light where you'd go, like, Simon is a 10-year-old. Boy, I, this makes sense. This makes sense. So this little kid, Simon, which is me now, was very allergic I had some things in my face, everybody bullied me. Really? I was, yeah, I was a kid that was bullied when I was young. So I decided one day to stop fighting against those guys and just make fun of myself. And when you just enjoy life the way it is, it is what it is, you know, I was, I had these things in my face that were kind of funny. So I decided just to uh, forget and just uh, put some butter in my body and you know, <laughs> all the things that you're telling me, would, they would just, um, uh, sleep away, right? They, they would just faint away. So I decided not to take it into, you know, too seriously. So I decided to be closer to these, I would call it in quotes, enemies or people that were the bullies. And I, you know, started to make some friends. So I decided, hey, you know, why are we going to fight instead of um, making friends with the, these people? And I started making friends with everyone. So in, in, in school, in high school, in college, I was well known by everybody, right? So I think that the seats were there. I was trying to be different, humble. Um, I don't know how to say it, uh, noble. Like, do you think it takes something, an experience like that? Not everyone's gonna have that exact experience, but an experience where whether we feel less than or we are marginalized, that you almost have to have something like that to be able to understand and appreciate what it means to live a life that is fulfilled. Yes and no, Rod, because uh, the person that is intelligent lear learn from someone else's experience, right? So why don't you learn from my experience? Why don't we teach our kids because of the experience of the previous years that, you know, all the people that we know, but we are so stubborn and we believe that we're perfect. So where's the vulnerability and where's humbleness? If you're humble enough, I would like to learn from you. So if I'm humble, I really want to learn from everyone. So if you're like that, you will not, you know, just uh, struggle. So that's exactly what I'm trying to do. My story is a normal story, like yours, like everyone else's story, right? I just, I'm saying it out loud for, that's you know, people right? to avoid accidents. <clears throat> Excuse me, like the one I had. That's the power, isn't it? It's giving oxygen to the narrative. Absolutely. And that's why I give conferences all over the world. I just wrote a book. Uh, why? I, you're a business person. Why? Why are you talking, you know, all over? It's because I really want people to learn from my experience. And my experience was very hard to deal with. 
looking back, is be, being a CEO and running your own company sort of a nice, happy accident that has allowed you the platform to be able to have impact? Or do you think back and think it could have been through other means? No, I think that you know the company is uh, a major part of this story, right? And you know, you, you cannot be successful if you're not successful at your personal life, right? It, success is not success if you only have money, right? Bob Marley used to say that there's people so poor in this world that the only thing they have is money. So what is the meaning behind everything? Do the hard things during life and your life will be easy. Do the easy things in life and your life will be hard. So it's your choice. So the company, of course, is a catalyst. It's, it's, a, it's a mean, it's a way to, to transmit these this, this comments, right? Or these ideas. And I believe that the more successful you are, the better you can transmit these comments. That's my point of view. Let, let, let's wrap uh, on this, Simon. People's relationship you know, with, with both anxiety and success are really fascinating to me. And, and the struggle to be able to hold two truths that I can be, I can be stressed and, and maybe not fearful, but anxious about the responsibility I, I hold being a CEO, right? And I can also celebrate success personally because I was a young Simon. I did have dreams and I am living those dreams. Some people battle with that and they struggle to find the humility and also the vulnerabilities that sort of threads those elements together. How have you understood to be able to balance those pieces so you can be the best of yourself for the people that entrust their families, right, with you as a leader, but also sort of the person that you are? Sure, you are who you are, right? And values are your own values. And if you have, you have to, you, you cannot put a mask when you go to work, you have to be yourself. And if you're a good person at home, you have to be a, per, a good person in business, right? So you cannot be rude in the office and be super polite with your friends, right? It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. You have to be you, right? So life is hard, life is difficult, life is complicated, life is unfair. Um, sometimes, you know, you don't understand what's going on, but that's life and you have two options. Whether you live your life with a happy face, with good energy, with positive things, you know, smiling, or you live in your totally mad and crazy and you, you don't like your own life, that's life. We're here to solve problems, Rod. We're not here for anything else. Life is about solving problems. And the more you go in life, the more problems you will have. That's it, that's life. Opportunities. Opportunities, but you know, if you solve them correctly, you that's grow. Right. And you know, you have two options, as I said, either doing the right way or the wrong way, you choose. Simon, I wanna make sure people can find your book. What's a good way to connect with you? Cause I think they'll be the better for it. Sure, I am in Instagram and LinkedIn by Simon Cohen S. S as in salt at the end, Simon Cohen S. <laughs> and the book is called uh, Fulfilled. Fulfilled uh, the secrets of an entrepreneur who, in search of success, found happiness. And in Spanish, for those of you Spanish-speaking people, um, it's called Pleno, Los Secretos de un Empresario que Buscando el Éxito Encontró la Felicidad. I don't speak Spanish, but boy, that sounds even better. Than it sounds good. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> sounds sexy. <laughs> Keep making people smile. You've made me smile today. What a treat to spend some time with you. Continued success. And I have no doubt that that will, that will be the case for you. Thank, Thank you, 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 Simon. Thank you for having me here and have a fulfilled life. Thanks for taking the plunge into Headroom, where we uncover the why behind the what and who impacting our lives. Headroom is a production of Rainlight and co-produced by our friends at Old Soul. I'm your host, Dr. Rod Berger, and this is Headroom.